My name is Maggie Reekman, and welcome to American Bittersweet, a podcast series about the National Willa Cather Center in Red Cloud, Nebraska, and the people here who keep the legacy of the 20th century American writer alive. Like Cather, the organization is complex in a way that cannot be contained within one genre, one environment, or one podcast episode alone. The featured interviews between myself and various employees are meant to highlight how the educational mission of the foundation is bolstered by each individual in their collaborative efforts, values, and perspectives. Today, I'm talking with Jared, Director of Tourism and Commerce here in Red Cloud, and Cheyenne, the hometown intern, as well as a tour guide at the National Willa Cather Center. Thanks for talking with me, guys. How are you doing today? Great. Good. Thanks for having us. Great. Um, well, right here, we're in the Opera House in the National Willa Cather Center in the building called the Moon Block, and on the stage are set decorations that children made for a program earlier, so it's quite the vibe. Um, and to start, I have the question, how long have you worked or been associated with the National Willa Cather Center? And y'all can take turns answering it, and whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. I um, started in late June of 2015, so I've been here now for just a little bit over six years. Um, I started in November of 2020. I had to move back from college and I was very fortunate to receive a opportunity to work at the Willa Cather Center while I was going to school remotely. So. And you're going back to school, right? In August. Yes. Yeah. So I will be moving back to California in August, the mid-August. So. And you're pursuing your master's degree in arts. Yes. I'm <laughs> getting a master's degree in applied arts, which is kind of a combination of focuses within art direction and visual communication. Perfect. So that kind of leads me to my second question pretty naturally. Um, how are you able to apply your artistic education to your experiences here, whether as a hometown intern and or tour guide? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I've grown up in Red Cloud my whole life, basically. And like I knew the basics of Willa Cather, but I didn't understand what the foundation did as a whole. And a part of my artistic education is that I'm really into themed entertainment and museum work and like all sorts of ways to visually communicate information while also gaining an experience for audiences and so like actually getting to see kind of the background work that happens at Willow Cather here and learning the narrative of the tours and all of our historic sites that was it was really fascinating to understand that like those educational opportunities that I thought were only outside of my hometown is actually just right here and we have so much to offer here as a foundation and as educators of Willa Cather. Yeah, earlier today you were showing me the photographs you had taken of kids for this Blixed program that we're sort of um, waiting for to happen tonight as well as a logo that you made. So you're doing lots of different artistic sort of projects. Yeah, I'm excited to share like my digital work and like get to get a feel of putting my own artistic creations out there using like the Red Cloud logos and also kind of the Red Cloud name but incorporating new ideas into all of them that have been welcomed and I'm, I'm very excited to kind of put my own little stamp on stuff here. That's awesome and I love to witness it <laughs> for my short time here and I totally forgot to mention that Cheyenne's internship the hometown internship is with Jared in the yeah area. It's, it's the heritage tourism intern for uh, for this summer so um, Heritage Tourism is a collaboration between the Cather Foundation, the city, the Red Cloud Community Foundation, and 
the Riptide Chamber of Commerce. So uh, I direct that, and, and so yeah, Cheyenne is primarily uh, working for, for me. So how did the internship come about? I'm kind of curious. I just talked to Jared one day. <laughs> It was perfect timing. It was uh, the Nebraska Community Foundation is uh, the one who started this, and our um, I'd known about the opportunity for a little while, but I didn't really have any good candidates for the sort of work that I needed to have done this summer, you know. And you know, we had a a good person lined up for uh, an internship at the Child Development Center, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I just happened to walk out front one day, and Cheyenne asked about interning, and. Like, I think I can make this work. And, and we applied for the grant and got it. So oh, That's amazing. So yeah. um, how long had you been working here before the internship came about? Um, so I had worked here from November till I think I talked to you in early February about it. Yeah, I mean, February or March. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'd gotten quite a feel already for the Willow Cather Center. But then I wanted to take my work farther. And I've always been interested in the tourism aspect of our town. So... I got really lucky when Jared was like, this might work. <laughs> yeah, well, I got really lucky, too, because her skill set matches perfectly with the things that I need to do but don't have the time or skill uh, to do. So, it, yeah. and, and, and that's like a visitor's guide, those logos that you talked mm -hmm. about. She had some excellent ideas for murals, uh, just all sorts of things that can uh, enhance what we do to market the community, but also potentially also make it look a lot better long term. Yeah. So it seems very symbiotic. They'd say in like biology class, sophomore year of high school. But um, I also think it's really interesting that you have that interest in common with um, tourism and commerce as well as you're both, you both grew up here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, Jared, before coming here, I know you lived in Oklahoma for a while as well as Kansas City for your um, higher education and you were an English educator, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm kind of wondering, since we talked about Cheyenne's interest in studies applying to her position. Um, in what ways does your previous position as an English educator complement your work here? Well, first I was actually at Kansas State, so I was in Kansas Manhattan, State. Kansas. Uh, okay. But uh, um, it, it actually, you know, it did seem like fate when this job came open because it, wanted, like my PhD, the dissertation area, um, had to do with both literature and economics. Now, of course, oh. economics from the late 1800s, of course, that's <laughs> not exactly the same as the sort of work I'm doing now, but uh, uh, this is about the only job I could think of in the country, which we could wed a knowledge of Willa Cather and American and English literature and also economics. So uh, it, it turned out to be just the perfect match. But um, in terms of the educating background, in terms of uh, teaching and all that, that it's made it just much more easier to talk to um, scholars and and other people who are interested in the Cather Foundation. Um, I think much more it's much more easy than it would have been if I had been uh, if they had hired someone who didn't have that literature background. You know, yeah. so uh, it's so easier to break the ice. I rapport, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's super important because we have members come through often, especially through spring conference, which you're inevitably involved in. And then um, speaking on like responsibilities, uh, you can both add to this however you, um, whatever resonates with you with your responsibilities. Can you describe the, um, a day in a life here surrounding tourism and commerce and the different jobs that you do? I know you also do tours and work at the front desk, Cheyenne. Yeah, we can yeah. Cheyenne go first because you're okay. probably more interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so my day to day. Uh, so... 
I normally try to separate and balance out my job as a tour guide as well as my job as a hometown intern. But with my hometown intern job, I kind of focus on a lot of visual aspects and a lot of futuristic aspects for Red Cloud, as well as current events that are happening. Like I had just recently created a logo for the 150th anniversary of Red Cloud, which is this year. Happy birthday, Red Cloud. Happy birthday, Red Cloud. And then I did some logo work for some local businesses as well. But um, a really captivating project for me is doing some conceptual future visualizations of downtown Red Cloud, which is very historic in, in history, and there's a lot of new projects going on. We have a wonderful project that Jared Head's called the Hotel Garber right mm-hmm. now that's going up, and um, just kind of putting that into perspective and allowing these visualizations to be something that people can see as the future of Red Cloud. Like, I'm very excited about that project, so... I spend a lot of those times unless I have other projects handed to me that need to be done in a quicker amount of time. That's normally what I do for my hometown internship job. But then with my tourism job, or my tour guide job, I open the bookstore and make sure it's clean, and I sit at the front desk, and I normally get in like a short story or two a day, (laughs) and I give tours and do a lot of customer service, and so it's really fun. It's really cool to... We're currently on a passport, um, the Nebraska Passport right now, which is a fantastic program that is bringing in a lot of tourism from all around the state. And just getting to, like, talk to the people from all around that's a part of the passport program is just really interesting to know, like, why they're here and why they do the passport in the first place. But also, like, it's really cool to see people, like, walk out knowing that they discovered something new that they never knew about in Nebraska. That's Especially beautiful. in our little small <laughs> yeah. town in Red Cloud. Yeah. And some for, co- for some context regarding the Nebraska passport, um, my supervisor, Rachel, told me that we've had 1,400 digital and physical stamps in the last two months, just with like the summer tourism season with that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fantastic, actually, to see that, how that's helped our numbers. And then uh, I think there's been some pent-up demand from last year. So our number, or we're doing better this year, I think, than we we have a lot of people come through it's super cute they're going on like road trips across the country um a lot of retired folks and they talk about how it's their first like post-covid trip mm-hmm. and whatnot um so my day-to-day it depends on the day uh there's days <laughs> where i'm just entirely in my office doing um you know grant writing or uh create sometimes creative work i like it better when it's the creative work <laughs> you know uh but uh um uh, typically it isn't uh, but I will go like I, I it, it wouldn't be surprising to me if I went from like solving a problem with there being too much pigeon poop over at the hotel <laughs> site to talking to the governor of Nebraska in the same day you know uh, that hasn't happened yet but I could see that happening so uh, I, I don't really know um, uh, I don't really know what's going to happen from one day to the next which is great so uh, most of the time so uh but I don't know, typically I probably am just uh, talking to different community leaders and, and, and going through meetings, whether it be with the city council or uh, actually probably more the Heritage Tourism Committee. And, uh, um, and I work with Ashley a lot on, mm-hmm. on, on, on grants and other projects. So. Yeah. And Ashley is our executive director. You'll probably hear her reference several times throughout these episodes since she does do a lot of work with like grant writing as well, right? Yeah, and she does more than I do by by a long stretch. So, um, how she's able to manage all of the other responsibilities of the job with that, I, I I'm uh, uh, in awe of. 
So stay tuned for the interview with her, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm able to get one because she's so busy. Um, And then going off of, you know, the sort of things that you brought up with that question, um, what are the benefits of having your office in the Cather Center? Well, uh, so there was a period of time where I wasn't in the Cather Center. I was actually uh, across the street where the Corner Nook coffee shop is at now, and they have a little uh, crow's nest that I have my office in. You can enter the from the from the side street and uh, from this, yeah from uh, the one thirty six side and go it must up. Smells so good there. Uh, well, they weren't there at that time. Oh, it was abandoned dang. pretty much. So it smelled <laughs> oh, okay. like dust at that point. <laughs> oh, uh, gotcha. An old, an old grease from the restaurant that tried to be in there that mm. probably shouldn't have been in there. Uh, so, <laughs> but anyways, that really to that wasn't really that was not very ideal. Uh, there's there's a bit of a divide in the community between um, uh, what what it's perceived that the Willa Cather Center wants to do and um, and then maybe some of their own interests uh, from the community members. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason I was over there was to separate me. But I was sort of became isolated over there. And honestly, all of the tours, not all the tourism, but the vast majority of the tourism related to this community is connected to the Willa Cather Foundation. So... You know, I was finding myself having to come over and set up special meetings with Ashley, or Ashley would have to come over, or I'd have to talk to Tracy, and it just was, you know, I was barely spending a lot of time in that office anyway, because I'd always be over here. Mm-hmm. So the great benefit of being here is, um, you know, we can talk to each other, you know. Uh, um, something comes up at random, you don't have to set up a special meeting and take a week to address the issue, you address it right away. And this, again, really is the epicenter of tourism, so it makes just a tremendous amount of sense for the tourism director to be housed in this building. Yeah. When did that change occur? Oh, um, when the Cather Center opened, when Tracy's oh. space became available, because my office now is where the uh, archivist uh, Tracy Tucker used to be. Uh, oh, okay. um, uh, so once her office was done up there, uh, I moved in. So. Okay, and that was 2017, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the big renovation. Yeah. Okay, great. And then, um, Shan, you had talked a bit about your two positions, and I'm kind of wondering how do the positions as the tour guide and hometown in turn intersect because you talked about how you kind of mentally separate them and compartmentalize. Yeah, um, I think that kind of goes back to what Jared said. Like, when it comes to tourism here in Red Cloud, a large majority of it is dealing or kind of associated with Willow Cather and the Willow Cather Center. And so... I like we like to focus on Willa Cather as an entity of tourism here and so I have done like some ads and stuff for Willa Cather as a hometown intern that are going to be put in like travel magazines and stuff and then um, in our own Red Cloud ads I've also highlighted like the childhood home and like I even in our mural design the there's like aspects of Willa Cather in it as well because I think it's a big part of Red Cloud and the history here. And it's, it's just an eye-catcher, so I, there's always a way to kind of incorporate both jobs into the same thing. And I should stress, too, with, um, you know, I'm I, talking about the majority of tourism being connected to Cather. What we're trying to do is create leverage from Cather's popularity to lift up other things in yeah. the community. Uh, and, you know, the, the hotel will be a big part of that when that's ready, uh, and that'll, that'll have a direct economic impact in, in ways that I don't think we even fully appreciate at this point. But that is a very specific example of using Cather to leverage um, assets in the community because 
without the Cather Foundation, there would not be the funding for that project to take place, uh, especially not as nice of one as we're going to wind up having. So using their interest and having more visitors come to the center, uh, it was going to greatly benefit the community. Yeah. yeah, even like my job as a tour guide, like it kind of piggybacks right off that. Like people will be like, where's the best place to have lunch? And I'll suggest like the restaurants in town or like where's good coffee? And I always suggest the corner nook or like wherever the next thing they want to go to. Like there's always suggestions at the front desk that they can get for you know, kind of spreading the wealth in our little community here. Yeah, and even um, I give tours as well as Cheyenne, and when we walk to the childhood home, it's like a two-block walk. We walk through, like, the epicenter of Red Cloud and where all these small businesses are, really. Like, you can walk by Corner Nook and point it out, and you can walk by the bank building and tell them the history as well as point to the hotel next door and be like, wow, this is what this is going to be in the future, and this is what they're working on. And um, these are the different things we're involved in besides this specific tour to the childhood home. Yeah, and then speaking of the hotel, can you talk a little bit about that? I'm sure you have to talk about it all the time these days, but oh, yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, so yeah, we we in 2016 we had decided that we wanted to build a hotel in Red Cloud. Um, one of the things that was in my job description when I was interviewed, or you know, when I got hired, was uh, the fact that we needed to improve lodging, and we had a variety of ideas on how to solve that, but we finally just settled on trying to get a chain hotel. And uh, we had a feasibility study done from a, chain, from a chain hotel. They did it themselves. They determined that the market could support another 30 rooms without any, it could support another 30 rooms prior to the Cather Center having been finished. So prior to the marketing efforts that we're doing now. Well, about a year later, as we sort of were plodding along in the process, we realized that, hey, we own this building that's right in the heart of downtown, right mm -hmm. in the middle of all the action. Everybody sees it. Everybody right now complains about the pigeons over there <laughs> every day. But it's right in the heart of downtown. We owned it, or at least we had a, we had a, a, a proxy owner that we, um, uh, we more or less owned it. So we're like, well, why don't we save that? I mean, the Cather Foundation has saved the moon block just down the street. Um, we want to save our downtown. We want our downtown to look really vibrant and interesting. So um, we need a hotel. Let's do it there. And so, you know, it's taken a while, and COVID knocked us off a year with our fundraising goals. But um, when we get that finished, which I, I, the architects will be uh, putting out their construction documents so that it can be bid, uh, and they'll, they'll start doing that process in September. So hopefully early next year, construction will start in, in earnest. Um, but when that's finished, we'll have a 26-room boutique, which basically just means unique, special type of hotel. Okay. And, and uh, um, you know, it'll be connected, hopefully, we hope, to the Garber Bank building, which will have, uh, in the basement, we'll have a exhibit on the history of banking and, and finance in Nebraska. Oh, so that region. brings in your studies as well. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. What did you say? It was like eight. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, the period. economics. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and then that will have a lounge area, dining area. We're hoping to bring in targeted catering events because we'll have a warming kitchen. Um, there'll be a meeting space downstairs. So we're hoping that a lot of the things that leave for Hastings or people who maybe have weddings up in Hastings. Oh, yeah. Now we'll stay here and do that. So beyond the benefits that it'll have, for tourism and for bringing small conferences to town and for uh, the Cather Foundation, it should have a lot of benefits for the community as well. So 
It's excited. I want to come back when it's done and stay there. <laughs> yeah, and we're excited because we, we figured out a way to finance it so that not only could we improve the building, but we could uh, pretty much make it look like it did when it was new. Not exactly, but close. So we've we've that's part of the reason why it's taken so long is because we wanted to make it a very special project and um, you know have that sort of aesthetic appeal and that appeal aesthetic appeal and historic charm uh, and and. Uh, you know, one of our board members from the Cather Foundation really, really fought for arched windows to the point where it was <laughs> annoying me. And I'm like, let's just move on. We're never going to get this done. But now, seeing the drawings, the architects have come up with it. But for it, it's, it was it was worth the the slog. So it's it's going to be beautiful uh, when it's done, and I can't wait. It's been such a nice, charming addition to the downtown. And um, last, well, not last, like I think two months ago, I went to that garden party that J.O.S. and Wei Leak were hosting. And I remember hearing it for the first time about the community fund and um, heritage tourism and stuff. So I know like this is um, fundamentally connected. So could you both talk about your um, individual understandings of heritage tourism and how it relates to Red Cloud and Willa Cather? Sure. <laughs> so I can give you, I don't know, five years ago, I would have been able to give you the textbook definition, uh, which is essentially that there are, um, so heritage tourism, it, it's grounded for us anyway in a concept from the Nebraska Community Foundation, which is the asset, which is asset assets-based community development. So we have a lot of assets that are related to our cultural heritage, specifically the Willa Cather sites, uh, also the Starkey Round Barn, um, and then you can you can throw in about anything in there, really, um, uh, from our, our collective history that's on display at the Webster County. Historical Museum to agriculture and sports and all of that mm -hmm. stuff that's important to the community But the ones that draw visitors to town are connected to the to history So specifically the round barn and especially the Willa Cather sites so We have some special stuff here that other communities don't have now They all have heritage tourism, but we just have I think a very special brand of it and um, uh, Cather, I mean, essentially since the 1950s, the Willa Cather Foundation has been doing a sort of heritage tourism, but Red Cloud as a community didn't decide to focus on that as an economic development strategy until about 2012, and then by the time they hired me, it was 2015, and we really put that into effect then. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I think um, it'll help diversify our economy. Our ag economy is, is great. It's still the number one reason why there's anything going on here, mm -hmm. you know, why people live here, but it needs to be diversified so that there are jobs long-term uh, and in life in the community. Uh, you know, I, I think that by improving the amenities available in the community for those heritage tourism and travelers, it'll also attract more people who want to live here. Um, you know, I think we were at the forefront of pushing through the fiber uh, internet expansion that's done, that's been done recently, and that has actually, I think, in turn, led to a lot of people moving here who can, you know, work from home. So, yeah. I've, I have gone off on a little bit of a tangent. Oh, no, so. no. I think it's pretty valuable because um, my hometown of Clay Center, Nebraska, is not so much smaller than here population-wise, but living here the past two and a half months is just such a different experience than living there because, um, you know, the opera house there was, I think, demolished a few years ago. I didn't even know it was there. I know they used to have a radio station, these big cement blocks by the pool, and I didn't know for the longest time what the heck those were. 
No. But yeah, if you have anything to add, Cheyenne. <laughs> um, I think just like this job has just kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of different things. Like, like driving through Red Cloud my whole life, I hadn't noticed a lot of things. Like just even yesterday, like Jared took me out like on a walk through downtown and showed me like the ghost signage and the amount of history that we have here. And I was like, huh, <laughs> 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 I've noticed that before, but weird yeah just being able to like kind of like experience through like the lens of like marketing and tourism and kind of just putting a highlight on all of these amazing things that we have in our small community like it kind of put a new appreciation for like all these cool aspects that we have like the stark round barn or like i'd never been to the webster county museum until just a couple weeks ago and yeah Teresa gives a great tour i'd gone yeah. a, uh, this summer as well yeah, by the way, that's a an old historic home. Jessica Cather Ald used to live there, right? Yep. Yep. And the Alds, I think he paid for the library or something like that. But um, it's like a 30-room mansion. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like you said, Teresa gives a great tour. So it's, it's not going to – I know sometimes people get scared off by the uh, – oh, well, you know, but every town has something like this or a county museum. It can be kind of bore, boring, but – Teresa gives a, a lively tour, and yeah, uh, yeah. it's like about the human connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dedicated to the story. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then um, can you talk about your mural, Cheyenne? My mural. <laughs> I want to hear how it's coming along, and then uh, here yeah. Too. So, uh, kind of like we talk about a separation within heritage and tourism of like community wants and like preservation and historic wants, and like I always try to find a balance between both of those. But with the mural, like. It's been something that I've heard suggested around town for the past year since I've been here. And as an art person, like, I always wanted to slap some paint on something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the mural is the concept of bringing together all of these great aspects of Red Cloud. And uh, kind of the my, my, my biggest thought of it being a community mural in which everyone would kind of partake in creating it. And so it kind of starts with a background of just basic shapes. So like the shapes would be our, um, we kind of have an iconic water tower here, mm -hmm. and then we have the opera house in it, and then we have the Farmers Emergence Bank, and then we also have a beautiful historic bridge just south of town, and it's also included in those shapes. And then the main kind of eye catcher is in the center, it says we are RC, and it kind of incorporates pictures throughout the community of like our golf course and our pool and like the sports because like you can't lie that like Red Cloud is very dedicated to sports here and mm -hmm. um, yeah, agriculture. Y'all kicked our butts in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and the agricultural benefits, like like we are an ag community and I think that's kind of a big connection of what keeps us all close. And yeah, so that's kind of the aspects that I wanted to hit within all of it. And so within all the letters are those little little photos or little ideas of our community so hopefully someday it'll be up somewhere for everyone else to see i'm so excited and you're thinking of like a building downtown right yeah i'm like really open to anything like i think it would just be an awesome opportunity wherever it's located it's going to be pretty cool so that's dope <laughs> um anything to add to before we get to our last question which is pretty much a silly hypothetical question I don't know. Yeah. No, you've covered all your bases. Great. So um, if you could spend a day with Willa Cather and Red Cloud, what would be the itinerary? And you can combine your itineraries or do your own separate things. 
I'll let you start since you give two. She came back from the dead as like a zombie or something. I don't know. A, she would have to teach me how to hang wallpaper because I've never done that in my entire life. But she did it so well. At the childhood home attic. Yeah. Um, If I could spend a day with Willa Cather. You know, I'm just kind of, I just recently, like in the last couple of months, have read Song of the Lark. Mm-hmm. And she's just so fascinated by art and music and kind of theater. And, like, I have a degree. My undergrad is in theater and art. And mm-hmm. so I think those would definitely be conversations we'd need. We'd obviously have to have coffee because she was a big coffee drinker. Yes. <laughs> and um, I think just going off of her creative energy would be, like, <laughs> the day I would need. Just Soaking to, up like, the vibes. Like, just to, like, kind of know what she was going for all the time. I think that would be the main thing for me. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I would do something very similar. I think I'd probably make sure I got her out to the memorial, the Cather Memorial Prairie. Oh, yeah. on the, uh, just because um, she's such a beautiful nature writer, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, I don't know that you would actually have any sort of insight into her creative processes by walking through it with her, you know, because it's all going on in her head. But it would be cool to say you were there with her. Yeah. Just hands April Twilight's her poetry book to her. Just like close your eyes and picnic on the prairie and listen to her read it. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. What, one book she like ten, like she set up a tent in a field and wrote it. I, there was one of them. I think oh, it's my answer, Jeffrey, yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah, the Shattuck Inn. She'd go there, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I think you're we're right. Gonna go tan- we're going to go camping oh, and yeah. tent. We're going to write some books. <laughs> like, yeah. She would just be a dream. You definitely gotta take her to on the bricks though, and get her oh, yeah. get her the Willa yes. <laughs> signature yes. cocktail. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with me. This was amazing, and I've gotten a lot of insights, yeah. which I love. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yes, thanks, Maggie. Okay. <laughs>